Sponsored by Skin Slipper, a safer, smarter skincare device. Okay, and we're back again. We are. <laughs> <laughs> Richie Rich, this week I've set up a pillow. Oh, with I like it. The microphone clipped to the pillow, and then the speakers on top of the pillow. I have a whole setup. It's like I'm almost there. <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole setup. It's very um. I don't know. It's kind of sad, actually. It's like a little <laughs> speaker and a little microphone, a bunch of wires. <laughs> Luckily, we're not doing a video show right now. Wine by myself. Yeah, we would need something much cuter if we were doing videos at this point, but. <laughs> But hey, you're on the mend. I am much better this week, thankfully. Yeah. Ugh, hopefully I'll be back in studio by next weekend. Getting retested and hopefully all's good to go with this stupid virus. Yeah. Ugh. Well, it definitely took you out for like three weeks, a good three weeks. Yeah. And it was not fun, let me tell you. Yeah. Well, glad you're feeling better. You're getting Thank your you so Yeah, you're getting your new te- you're getting your new test this week, so you'll find out if you're in the clear. Yes, yes, I am, thankfully. So everyone keep your fingers crossed and thoughts and prayers for Richard Rich. Because Thank you, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, put them on your prayer list because whew, we need a full recovery. Yes, we do, because I'm tired of calling in. <laughs> and I'm also tired of being sick. <laughs> just want to go back to some kind of normal seat. Yeah, well, I mean, when you're just laid out like that, it's like you literally can't do anything. Yeah, no, like literally. And I'm stuck in the house, can't even go outside. It's just like, <laughs> like, I've even gone to take my mail or anything. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, um, 2020 just keeps on railing us all. And not in a good way. Yeah. Uh, this week we lost uh, a civil rights leader, a uh, mentor, a legislator, uh, RIP to John Lewis, who passed away this week. Yes. Oof. Some, uh, this year, man, it's like every fucking day. <laughs> I've honestly, there really is. We should have Barry back on the show because I feel kind of numb. It's like, like what else is going to happen? Oh, mm-hmm. Not surprising. Like, like, like nothing even shocks me anymore. And it's hard to, I mean, because, I mean, someone like, like him, you know, being involved in the civil rights movement and all this stuff, like, it's hard to actually even put in perspective how important he was. Yeah. Um, That's just a big loss of just shattering. It's like all the good people. (laughs) For real. 
Mm. Oh, God, this is why I stopped watching Game of Thrones, because all the people that I liked, <laughs> gone. The horrible people lived forever. Oh, God. Yeah, so. Um, okay, we have a couple, well, I don't know if these are fun things up front, but we had a couple <laughs> surprise things up front. They're usually more fun for us, anyway. But uh, if you're listening... Do you have any change? Because there is a <laughs> national coin shortage due to disruptions in the supply chain. <laughs> Who the fuck knew that our coin currency <laughs> had such a sensitive uh, and robust um, like fluidity to it, like what the fuck, right? I did not know all that. Just a damn mess. Everybody's out of coins. <laughs> there are no more. You can't get. And look, I know that sounds like whatever. We all have our cards. We all have whatever. But a, if you live in a city at all, doing laundry, you need coins. To do most of your, your laundry in the city, um, it it's something that then, I, God, it just makes me really. How fragile is our whole society? This is freaking me out. Seriously. <laughs> What's next? So yeah, keep your coins. They might be worth a lot more money. <laughs> <laughs> in the short term. Shit. <laughs> Invest in gold. Bury things in your backyard. That is our advice for the remainder of 2020. <laughs> I have a, um, I'm part of a server group on Facebook called Server Life, and there's a meme going around in the industry right now, and everyone's like, oh, US, we have a coin shortage. It's like servers, and there's a giant, like, sparklets water jug full of coins. Yes. Totally true. Because <laughs> I still have a shit ton of coins from when I was fucking bartending. But I just never turned in. <laughs> that is funny because those uh those big sparkless water jugs are a common sight um in in and around LA for sure. I've seen plenty of those. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those are going to be worth their weight in gold, I'm telling you. Right? What a bizarre... I mean, just... I don't know. I just really didn't think about the supply chain of our fucking coins. I mean, I suppose... Who knew America was just hanging on by a thread? Like, <laughs> for real? Giant branch just clothing because they can't even be without business for a couple of months. I'm like, What? Right? What is in the vault at the banks? Do they not, what, like, what are they, they putting in there? <laughs> what the fuck? They do not have stockpiles of things? Like, what the hell? Like, I'm so like I said, I gotta, I gotta quote that tweet. America is a third world country with the Gucci belt. It really is. <laughs> I, We've been exposed. <laughs> but I also didn't know that the the printing got shut down. And that there is a heavy intake of old coins that are, you know, gross or like whatever. And they put out new coins. I, 
and they stopped doing that. How this system works. <laughs> so if you find a 2020 coin, even though it might, you might not want to hold on to it because it might seem like it's going to be cursed forever. Apparently, 2020 coins are pretty <laughs> rare. They should just skip over that year. Uh, <laughs> this is all the stuff I read on the internet, so I don't know if any of it's true. <laughs> I say skip any 2020 currency. Let's just start making 2021. Huh. Like, treat it like the 13th floor in a hotel. <laughs> we'll just skip over it like it doesn't exist. Yeah, for real. We're just not going to count this year. Nope, nope. Didn't happen. It's a silent letter of the calendar. <laughs> okay, you had something surprising, well, sort of surprising up front about... Kanye, which yeah, I- so he, which I can't keep track of what the hell he's doing with this stupid campaign. He held a campaign rally type situation like an hour ago, and someone on Instagram just went for shits and giggles. She even said before, I know this is going to be some stupid bullshit, but whatever, it'll be funny enough to like be here and see what he has to say. And he's just rambling on about shit as in typical Kanye fashion. Mm-hmm. And then at one point said, well, when Harry and Tubman freed the slaves, well, actually, she didn't free the slaves. She just made them work for white people. <laughs> at that point, the, the girl recording said, okay, we're about to go. You ready to go? And she <laughs> and her friend walked out. So now Kanye West and Harriet Tubman are trending. Wow. Because <laughs> he's an idiot. I, I really wish I blocked him on social and I know I've muted him. I, I really wish more people would do that because. It's, I think is. I blocked him as well. I see nothing that he. I don't, I don't see anything unless someone's actually reposting something like. Yeah. That they actually have like screenshot or something. <laughs> I I've muted it as well. I go into the settings and I will mute. I don't need it. Yeah, so I didn't see that. I did see Harriet Tubman though. I was curious what that was, so I didn't have time to click over. Well, that's why. <laughs> uh, y'all, just in stop her, giving him. Grave, stop not bothering anybody. Here, stop putting breath to the fire at all. Just stop giving it any air. And he will go away, but you have to stop giving him attention. You just have to see this girl's video. It's just hilarious. She was like, okay, we got to go. You're uh, ready to go. And they just walked out and then recapped it in the car as they were driving away from the rally. <laughs> just a mess. <laughs> and every week, it always happens. We just slide right on in. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> oh, I'm fine. Just a little. Is that the wine? That's the wine. I have to drink by myself, you guys. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I had some really cheap uh, stuff that I've been actually just saving. So the oh, last okay. couple of weeks I've been getting lit off of like $3 wine. So. <laughs> hey, might as well. This year sucks. <laughs> do, do what you want, whatever makes you feel good. Well, you know me, I always stock up on things, and so whenever stuff goes on... So I actually think this Venetian Moon, whatever it is, I don't think it's normally a $3 wine. I think it's a little... Slightly. <laughs> slightly more. 
<laughs> oh my god let's start off update from last week this is really sad and um i think it's just a reminder for people to no matter how comfortable you think you are um you know when it comes to your safety you can't be too cautious they did find uh naya rivera and uh you know she she and her she had taken her kid out on a boat into the lake and that particular lake is very dangerous other people have drowned there and that the same thing happened to her yeah uh, just horrible uh, at least she saved her son so that's good uh, yeah, I mean, last like, week... That's there, how she died, saving her damn child. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah. There was there was still... I mean, they had pretty much figured that she had drowned last week, but there was obviously still some hope because they hadn't found her yet. But um, as they, I guess, found out from her son, she had pushed him up onto the boat. Yeah. So... Uh, it's, oof. it's just so Such sad. sad. It's so vivid too. Just like you can just picture it. Ugh. Yeah, and I think for people, you know, a lot of people. Obviously, the the kid was in a a safety or a, a life vest. Um, I guess she was not. And, yeah. And you know, it's it's easy. Like we were saying last week, it's easy when you see something like a lake that seems very it's surrounded by land it doesn't have a visible current usually it it's easy to uh underestimate that body of water it really easy to underestimate a body of water and you can find yourself in trouble really quick yeah exactly even with the life jacket. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, you that life jacket, you're it's wet. You could that can slip off. Yeah. Yeah. Um Yeah, so it just like I said it's it, it's just really tragic and I think just such a especially in these times y'all, we cannot be too cautious. Ugh. Oh my god. It's so uh, it still breaks my heart. Poor little guy. It really does. <sighs> okay. Moment of silence. She just really inspired so many people. I think it's just such a loss. I really do. Right. Um, on to people we will completely <coughs> roast in this next segment. Chuck Woolery. I also said R.I.P. Chuck Woolery because <laughs> his Twitter... <laughs> went away it vanished it disappeared after he had been tweeting what a hoax covid was coronavirus wasn't real everyone was lying about it the cdc was lying about it people were whatever and then it was revealed that his son contracted coronavirus and then he did a full turnabout and said it's very real and then completely deleted his twitter all together. Yep. Bye. I mean, the 
there used to be this little baseball game that I used to play. It was like this little handheld game. And when, when you would strike someone out or like catch someone at the base, they would just like disappear. <laughs> like they were pulled into the sand. And stuff like this just always reminds me of that. Where it's like, boop, and he's out. All right. Ah, oh, wow. I love it. The the self owns here are y'all. It is it is serious. I noticed I was posting this week on my Instagram, uh, just for people to send me some selfies in their masks, mm-hmm. and I did not really get a healthy reply. I would not say. Really? That's so interesting. I didn't get anyone that actually responded in a negative way, but usually yeah. if, if I say I'm going to post someone's picture in my story, I usually yeah. get a lot of people sending a photo. Yeah, of course, people like attention. What? <laughs> <laughs> There's that, right? Um, and also it's just fun, you know, it's a theme. So, yeah, I just didn't get a lot of... Look, I know they're kind of annoying, y'all, but I think they're cute. I actually do. I do! I'm fine with them. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, as we said last week, by this point, you should not be tying a t-shirt around your face. You should have (laughs) some kind of proper, you know... You can walk into Target and hmm. get a damn mask. <laughs> okay, yeah, get your situation. Do not tear them all down off the rack like that crazy woman did. Oh, <laughs> yes, I saw that video. Crazy that Karen. Woman's nuts. That's nuts. That woman's insane. There is a whole thing of these women. Obviously, they want this attention. Where they're going into stores and either taking off their masks and throwing a fit when anyone says something. Or, like that video, I'm sure a lot of people saw that where she was pulling shit off the racks at Target. Just fucking crazy. Did you see her her arrest video? (laughs) No, I didn't see part two, no. Oh my god. Well, this is some unexpected celebrity shade. Yeah, so Fish got arrested in her garage. Oh, this is the one with the watch, right? The Rolex watch. Yes. Yeah. Google along, kids. Just put Target Rolex watch. Yes, she got arrested. The reason that the video exists is because she was live streaming the entire time. Fucking shit up at Target, throwing masks on the floor... At Target for a so live they, audience. Yes. And then she goes home and she's live streaming the cops as they're attempting to arrest her. Oh my <laughs> She God. starts saying that she works for the government. She talks to Donald Trump every day that she's going to have their jobs. Wow. I think it's her husband in the background that just looks to be laughing. Then the story comes out that they're going through a divorce. He kicked her out of the house. She went literally with daddy's credit card to get a hotel. (laughs) Got thrown out of the hotel. 
I guess, like, somehow lost her shoes through a fit in the what? hotel. What? Yes. This is completely ridiculous. Was walking around with hats on her feet as shoes. <laughs> and this all happened before she went and rampage Target. So she's uh, a fucking nutcase. Wow. Yeah. And got arrested on her Instagram live. Girl. It was, uh, yes. Claiming that they were doing it because she was Jewish. What? That she is a higher up um, <laughs> at the White House. It's a mess. Crazy. These people are, I mean, they're really coming out of the woodwork. I realize that these people have always been here. It's just now there's cameras everywhere. Uh, yeah. Whew. Okay, this popped up, and I don't really know a lot about Megan the Stallion, but the way she worded this particular statement about being shot multiple times, about someone who clearly meant to do her bodily harm, but never named who the person was. Yeah. And then... Uh, I guess they were pulled over, and there was this whole big thing, and she's okay. Yeah, thankfully. Uh. <laughs> Oof. Just a mess. Like, what? <laughs> what is this year? Who was it she was with that was... She was with, um, earlier in the day, she was, she was with Kylie Jenner and Tory Lanez, the rapper. And then she's with her friend and Tory Lane in his car. And it's alleged that he's the one who shot her in the foot while he was driving and she was in the passenger seat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Just a fucking mess. Literally, what the hell is going on? If this was happening on Melrose Place, you'd be like, P -p -p bitch. <laughs> oh, speaking of some Melrose Place shit, when you told me this thing about Amber Heard's assistant, that is immediately where my mind went. This is some twisted psychodrama. Amber yeah. Heard and Johnny Depp are... Crazy. Both fucking insane. <laughs> and apparently both on a lot of drugs. And they're going through this horrible divorce, and she's done things to him, he's done things to her. All of this stuff is coming out as they go through this trial. And the latest is her what her assistant got called in to testify. Yeah, so her assistant, her assistant was uh, subpoenaed. She worked for Amber for three years, and they um, had her going over Amber's um, Amber's statements for the case, you know, to see if any of it sounded familiar. Blah 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 blah. She gets to a page of one of the stories that Amber is accusing Johnny Depp of. And it sounds familiar because this assistant confided in Amber that she had been raped like 20 years prior in Brazil. And they had this huge conversation about it, blah, 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 blah. And Amber took this woman's story 
and twisted it into a story about herself against Johnny Depp. I cannot even. So she's like, the fuck did this bitch do? So she testified and said, that is not her story. That is my story. I told her in confidence. And I was completely shocked and appalled when I read my story as being told by her in the, in these court documents. Like, no. The gag. I, I mean, my jaw fucking dropped. with these two. It's like, like he does something one week, and then the next week, it's her. Oh, my God. It, it's so convoluted and ridiculous and just beyond comprehension, even. I mean, the... the t- I say take both their money and give it to Black Lives Matter. Oh, <laughs> for real. Oh, my God. Oh, but not the Black Lives Matter Foundation, because that's actually not even connected to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, that's what I was... I Did you know that? that? Talk about... Everything's so confusing. I'm like... How <laughs> 2020 is that? Yeah, I mean, BLM is just, like, kind of broken up city by city, so there's there's things that they would sort of direct you towards to give your, your funds towards. So, I mean, yeah. right now it's for the people being plucked off the street in unmarked vans. Oh, my God, yes. Jesus Christ. What? Where do we what live? Are we living in? <laughs> What the fuck is happening? They are literally throwing hoods over people's heads and dragging them into vans and then driving away. I'm not big on conspiracy theories, but like, is this all a simulation? There's a big glitch going on. <laughs> we were supposed to have due process here. We're supposed to have transparency. We're supposed to have rights. We're supposed to have laws. We're supposed to have. We're supposed to be a society of rules. Even when people break those rules, we have rules for that. Oh, uh, my God. It's like, <sighs> nothing's making any sense anymore. I don't like this game. Make it end. I know. Speaking of, why did Tyra Banks need to <laughs> step in as the new host of Dancing with the Stars? Oh, God. Jesus. I, the, the second I read that I tweeted, I could see it now. When I was 14 and modeling in Paris, <laughs> I once had a photo shoot where I was wearing a tutu, and that day I knew I was destined to host a show based on the art of dance. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, uh, if you're not following us on uh, the socials, by the way, follow at Richie with a Y and Wes, and then you can dive into both of our social stuff. Um, we are on Twitter and on Instagram at Richie and Wes with a Y. Mm-hmm. We had a rousing conversation about people who are already national figures because of the situation like sarah connor that that comedian that does all the trump videos yeah she's been on fucking ellen Mm. she is really funny she could definitely i'm sure be trained in a very short period of time how to you know host a a show like that you know what i mean like fucking 
bump someone up. Like, give her a chance. We threw a few names out on on social media for people who are already getting a lot of attention, already have a following. Yeah, or just let us do it. Or, yes. Oh, my God, how fun would that be? We already host a shit show every single week. (laughs) (laughs) Dancing with the Stars would be no different. No different at all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, that show has had, like, umpteen billion seasons. It's been on forever. Oh, yeah, it's it's one of those weird shows that does, like, two seasons a year. So they're in, like, season 85. Like, what? They just started a couple of years ago. But to their credit, you know, they've had on Chaz Bono and they've had on a number of people who, um, especially for its audience, I think they've done a a really interesting job casting. And even though it's not a show that I think for me is a very relevant show, it it gets millions of viewers. Yeah, it does. They're doing a good job. Yeah. I just feel like, well, what a boring choice. Yeah, just, she's so blah. Hmm. How is she even gonna bother in a position where it's not about her, though? Right. She's not judging. No. She's just hosting, so somehow she's gonna make everything about her. She's gonna flip out at some point in time and be like, oh my god, that's exactly how I would have done that. I bet you she's gonna fucking say it. Damn it, now I gotta watch the show and see if she does. Oh god, no. No! <laughs> she's gonna be like, that's exactly how I would have done that. That's a good job. Uh, uh, I just, I, I do think Tyra actually is a very smart businesswoman. I think she is definitely someone who... I know she was teaching a college course for a while on branding. I think that would be interesting. Yeah, I'm sure she would always talk about herself. But I yeah. also think that, that she probably, if if she really was really tapping into the stuff she's learned, she probably does have a lot to to mentor people with. So yeah, I, I would, she's smart. I, I would be curious to truly see her in a mentor role. But as a host of the show, I don't really see that whatsoever. Yeah, so... Give it oh, to yeah. somebody. Give it to somebody cool. Somebody that I actually care about. Give it to us. <laughs> exactly. Don't write this negative for COVID. <laughs> <laughs> right. We are available. Well, all, CBS is looking because they just fired Nick Cannon. <laughs> True. Let's do it, CBS. Here we are. So Nick Cannon. Uh, got fired because he said some very anti-Semitic things. Uh, yeah. 100%. And maybe some of those things come from a place of ignorance. Maybe some of those things come from a place of just what have you. But I think it's just important to um, acknowledge that it's anti-Semitic because that seems to be part of the debate, whether what he said was anti-Semitic or not. And I feel like we have a similar conversation when people are defining what racism is or people are defining what transphobia is or mm-hmm. right. Where it's like, you, what it's not, it, it, you're not the one that's experiencing it. So you don't get to define 
what exactly. it is. Exactly. Yeah. And as someone who has definitely been the subject of anti-Semitism, <laughs> what's always crazy is how blatant it is. Yes, and just... <clears throat> oof. I feel like this happens a lot and has been with podcasts. I mm. feel people aren't as guarded with what they say versus if they're on a radio, like an actual radio, radio show. Sure. Or if they're in a studio audience on a talk show. I feel like it's people show their asses and say dumb shit on podcasts because they, I don't know. They just, I think it's just a, a more of a, comfortable feeling it is and i mean we would know all about that obviously because we yes. say dumb <laughs> shit on the show all the time although we have many times literally asked to be called out and read if we are wrong for something because we've always said that we will call out people's actions and their words you know, but, but, um, we don't want to contribute to certain things. So I'm sure with the podcast, I totally understand it because we're very comfortable. We talk every week for hours at a time. Sometimes you mean a certain thing, but you just don't articulate it in the way yeah. that you would if you were really thinking about it. And for mm -hmm. us, there's also a lot of wine involved, so... Uh, yes. I, I feel like... But I do feel like that also leads us to our own, you know, misunderstandings and our own faults, right? Where... It, oh, 100%. We can then say, oh, yeah, that, that was some fucked up shit to say, or what have you. But when, when the conversation is like, well, that wasn't even anti-Semitic, we can't even get to the point where we're trying to educate and move past that. We're, we're even arguing about the fact that it is that thing to begin with. Mm-hmm. 100%. <clears throat> hmm. Tragic. Lordy, lordy, lordy. He'll be fine. He has such a ton of money. Oh, please. <laughs> He'll be fine. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not worried about him. And I, oh, my God. I <clears throat> go. go yeah, no, go ahead. I, I, oh, no. Well, you finish because it's probably related to the story. I'm going to piggyback off of this with something I forgot to put in the notes. Oh, no. I was moving on, so go for it. Oh, perfect. Because it's actually, this is not a celebrity shade. It's just a racist shade. So I know you, you're you not active. You're more of an Instagram person. I'm more of a Facebook person. Yeah. Um. So I did a thing this week. You'll be very proud of me. Yes. Um. I think I know where this is going. Uh-huh. So I'm scrolling down my Facebook, and I wasn't even involved in this, mind you. Um. Someone had posted a screenshot of an argument they were having with someone, and, which resulted in this person... This white man in South America, I'm sorry, South Africa, um, saying that black lives do not matter, that we should all be choked and not be able to breathe like George Floyd, and 
that we are a pathetic race. <clears throat> Pouring some more wine. <laughs> so... I mean, that's disgusting. This, yes, this struck a nerve with me. And you know, I'm Nancy Drew of the internet, so I'm oh, like, yes. you know what? I'm sick with COVID, I have time. South Africa, <laughs> South Africa had apartheid for many, many years, if people don't know. South Africa has lots of white people, in case you yes. don't know. And there was apartheid for many, many years. And there's still a lot of shit going on. Yeah. Yeah. So I did a deep Facebook search, mind you, because Facebook is horrible when you're trying to search for someone, especially someone with a common name. Mm. It's going to be all over the fucking place. So I finally found this fucking idiot. And racists love to have their jobs in their profiles. Yep. Just linked. So I was like, you know what? Let me go ahead and DM his job. So I DM'd his job. <laughs> they, oddly enough, replied back damn near right away. <laughs> Apologizing, saying they're definitely going to look into it, blah, 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 blah. I expected literally nothing because you know how that goes in the big corporate world. They're a big company. Mm -hmm. I'm like, whatever. I let them know about it. whoop de doo Um... I also did message him a snarky little message. Be like, hi, I hope you hope this message finds you well, but by the way, bitch, um, you might not want to be a racist asshole on social media and you should be expecting a call from HR just in case you forgot what you said. Here's a screenshot of the comment that made. <laughs> I said, stay safe. Good job. <laughs> Have a good day and greeting. And the next morning, I woke up to a DM profusely apologizing for his behavior, stating that he works for a subsidiary of the company, and they named who, what the company's name was, that he has been fired, that Oops. he no longer represents the brand, and if I need anything else, please feel free to let them know. There you go. He also read my message and then blocked me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then someone else actually looked at his profile after the fact, and he took them off of his work mm -hmm. on Facebook because he ain't got a job anymore. Mm -hmm. So Nick Cannon's not the only one who lost a job this week. Okay. <laughs> for saying some dumb fucking racist shit. <laughs> yeah. Call it out. That is one of the best things I think about social media is all these dumb fuckers revealing themselves for exactly who they are. And people can respond accordingly. I think that people really, despite however many people have been you know, called out, fired, expelled, had their admission letters rescinded uh -huh. for saying dumb shit on the internet. I really don't think people understand that these are regular people and that it, you can't, and it, it can happen to you too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which it did. Uh -huh. <laughs> it's like, you can't just, the funny thing is that I posted in one of my groups, um, the outcome, and most of it was like, oh, good job, fuck that guy, blah, 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 blah. 
there were two people who were, who were like, I can't believe that you went as far as to contact his employer and get him fired. What if he has a family? What, <laughs> what if he has bills? And we're in a pandemic right now globally. What if he can't find work? Um, I'm like, he'll find work at some point in time. Yeah. I'm like, I see it this way. If he wants me dead, I don't want him to have a paycheck. Okay. First of all, he was literally threatening people's lives. Mind you, yes, the the company actually said potentially criminal in the DNA they they sent me. Yeah. Telling me he was he was fired. So um I'm like, if he got his way, I wouldn't be alive. And I can't come back from that. Mm -mm. I got fired. He'll get a job some somewhere at some point in time. Yeah. But oof. Well, when you get called out for your behavior, again, we talk about that uncomfortable space. You have to sit in that and recognize the repercussions of your behavior. And a lot of people truly do not think that they are racist, even when they say something horrifically stupidly racist they truly believe that they're like fine with what they're saying right beyond me that's truly beyond me just a fucking mess what if he has a family then he would have shut the fuck up (laughs) if he cared that much about their livelihood Exactly. I mean, if he had a family, you'd hope he'd have some empathy and compassion. What if his, you know, one of his children wanted to be friends, God forbid, with someone who was, you know, of a darker tone than they were. Oh, my God. People need to realize that freedom of speech does not mean freedom of consequence. Mm -mm. (laughs) You can say whatever the fuck you want to say does not mean that you're not going to have any consequences for the stupid shit that comes out of your mouth. Oh, exactly. It's the same thing with people not wearing their damn masks. Like, if you don't want to wear a mask, okay. But we're not going to serve you. You're not allowed to go in here. You can't do this. No. (laughs) Done. Over it. Oh, God, I hate everyone. Not you. Not our fans. Not you, not our fans, but I... God, so many people I can't stand. Everyone else. Yes. Well, if you're up for it, watch the documentary on Netflix about Walter Mercado, who is called Mucho Mucho Amor. And... Ooh, I like the rolling of the R. Good job. Oh, thanks. (laughs) And uh, if you... if Just search Walter mercado that's exactly how it sounds and it it is if you don't know who walter mercado is first of all then you I, i'm not sure where you're from but you didn't have any spanish-speaking people around you because he is such a legend and really in the english-speaking community too because he became a huge superstar like i don't know 90s ish right psychic friends network psychic friends network all that stuff uh i mean this is someone you guys who literally was on every single talk show there was 
you know, whether it was Howard Stern, whether it was whatever, doing people's, uh, Joan Rivers loved him, doing people's fortunes, doing their tarot card readings, doing their astrology. And he started in, in you know, obviously with Spanish-speaking countries, but he became a, like a global figure. I mean, this guy had plane, uh, private planes. He would fly around the world seeing different people. And he was so incredibly positive and was always talking about how you could achieve your dreams and do all the stuff. And he was just always someone who was... And if you ever saw him... <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> hair, the makeup, the jewels, the capes, uh, the smoke he's, machines. He's like male. He's like male Charo. Yes. <laughs> he had an aesthetic. Oh, absolutely. Do you do you remember him at all? Like, yeah, I remember. I just remember like seeing him just uh-huh. like everywhere growing uh-huh. up. Well, he would be in the tabloids a lot. You'd see him on the yeah. front of the tabloids. Especially if you, you know, grew up kind of around L.A. and stuff like that. Because, you know, he's such a, like I said, a cultural icon. But he was definitely on a lot of the... I was I used to be a talk show junkie. So I would always watch all the talk shows. Like, um, Jenny Jones. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, they and they all loved fortune tellers. And, yes, they love the psychics. Mm-hmm. And, and he really was someone who was always, you know, he wouldn't tell people like, oh, you're going to be rich or this or that or the other. He really was one of those that was always about spreading love and joy yeah. and being yourself and connecting to the people around you. And he, he was just super positive. And then... Literally, he was as big as you could possibly get, like I said, personal jets flying around the world to nothing. Yeah. Insane. Disappearing. And the documentary explains what happened. And even though, you know, no spoilers, but it's a documentary about someone who's been around for a long, long time. And again, no spoilers, but uh, it's kind of sad. But it has a very happy ending still. Oh, good. Good, good, good. It's just, it's his whole life story. It's basically just his whole life story. Mm-hmm. And people are really loving it, and they're they're finding his uh, his work to be very inspirational. and. You know what? I watched it, and I really... I wanted a cape. <laughs> Did you order one on Amazon? I actually have one that's... It's a sleeveless black cape. So it's just like... It's sort of like a vest, but it's just really long. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it would look great if I could wear it out and go out somewhere, but... Right now, I'm just standing in my fan like Beyonce, <laughs> blowing Dang it in the wind. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, our listeners across the world who do not understand or are not paying attention to the United States. Again, we're number one in the Philippines. Um, yeah. We were that one time anyways. And we, we, bust, <laughs> we busted into the UK charts and uh, for people that don't quite follow 
it we're not doing that great here. We're locking down again. We're closing things again. <laughs> we're hanging on by a thread, basically. <laughs> it's kind of a mess. Yeah, so... The only uh, thing open are outdoor restaurants right now. Thank God. Yes, I'm totally fine with it. People are actually getting really invented. Did you see Hamburger Mary's? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. They have their whole back parking lot is now the dining room, basically. <laughs> I think that's great. I want to start doing some outside activities and stuff like that, because it's fucking summer, let's just do it, whatever. Hurry up for the shit shut down again. <laughs> I know, right? Huh. Well, um, a couple more things for Celebrity Shade. And when I first heard about this, I was like, okay, cool. And then I started seeing, you know, just because of the budget, it's a $200 million picture and Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans together. Yes, it sounds really hot if they made out, but you know they're not going to. And these two actors have a very similar profile. And it just sort of seems like right now during 2020 with all the stuff going on, do the two widest guys in action movies need to team up for a $200 million movie. Right. I mean, like I said, if they were going to make out, I would be all for it. Uh-huh. Full-on sexy, nudity and everything. Yes. I want to see, like, grinding. Mm-hmm. Fraudage, the whole nine yards. Yes. I, I like them both. I think, you know, they've both been around forever. Number one, I mean, Ryan Gosling, Jesus, he was had like Mickey Mouse Club shit. That, that guy's been around forever. Um, I think Chris Evans has been working since he was a teenager, too. Yeah. They deserve their success and all that stuff. But. Uh, I mean, uh, come on. Mm, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sums it up right there. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I I I want them to succeed and all that stuff. I really do, but but at the same time, okay, let's put it in perspective of the the Charlize Theron uh, feature that's on Netflix right now that has been number one for the last few weeks. Where first of all, obviously, it's a female lead, but second of all, her sort of protege in the movie is a person of color. It's also an actor that doesn't have the same, certainly not the same profile as Charlene Theron. And, yeah. and as we were talking about earlier, sort of pump somebody up. Mm-hmm. So if the same thing was going to happen with this movie, I would be a lot happier. Do they each have like a protege <laughs> that is nice, an up and coming nice, actor? <laughs> right. Do they want to cast us? Yes. <laughs> Again, we're willing to do literally anything. Uh, no, but you know what I'm saying? Like, that that movie is doing really, really well. And most of the cast, ex- except for Charlize, I, d- I don't... I'd have to really look at it again. I didn't really recognize them when I watched it. I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. But what I also really liked and what I noticed was that she was the lead, and everyone else, I thought, it was kind of pulling them up. Like, there's obviously going to be a sequel. They set it up to clearly continue as a franchise. Mm-hmm. 
and all these other actors, you know, because it's really not just about one person, all these other actors, their profile gets to be raised up. Yeah, which I think is great. I think it should be contract stipulated. Yes. <laughs> Chris Evans, if you're listening, I feel like I feel like of all people, Chris Evans would be down for, you know, something like that. So Oh yeah, for sure. We'll see. Okay, last thing I have for Celebrity Shade is Zac Efron growing a beard and no longer wearing makeup is making people freak out. Just, uh, I like Zac Efron. Are, people are so stupid. I'm just... He has so much talent. I don't think people really recognize that. They focus on his appearance so much that they miss the fact that this is someone who can act his fucking ass off he can sing he can dance he can literally pull himself around on strings and ropes and fly around he i mean he is so talented yeah and, some like and yet the perpetual he, he, focus... He's like baby Hugh Jackman. <laughs> y- yes! And yet the perpetual focus is his appearance and what he's looking like. His new show is supposed to have a purpose and a meaning. It takes people around the world. I haven't watched it yet. It's definitely something I'm, I'm queuing up. I'll, I'll watch it soon. But... I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm going to lust after him in every single scene or whatever, especially when he takes his shirt off, but I'm, I'm just always perplexed at, at how underrated he, he really uh, seems to be, because from my understanding, this show is actually very thoughtful and is using his platform in a really positive way to show people stuff that's actually happening in the world. Yeah. Agreed. Also, he does not have a dad bod, you guys. Not at all. Stop saying it. It's not true. Whatever you think a dad bod is, is not Zac Efron, because a dad bod is supposed to be... A middle age, first of all, a middle aged person mm-hmm. who, which Zach Efron is definitely not, and mm-hmm. um, they're you know they're it's supposed to be like someone who used to be the high school jock, but who is sort of you know put on a few. Yeah, he got little, some love weight. <laughs> yeah, they're a little thicker. They might have some love handles. Let's just say Chris Pratt. Season one of Parks and Recreation. There you go. So, Zach Efron, no. Also, stop with the constant and perpetual physical... Why is it with certain... I mean, again, I lust after him too, but why is it with certain people in, in the media that is all they get attention for? That's, I, I don't know. People I get know. it. He's attractive, but I also think it's 
what he's saying is important with this series. I think he's very talented. Yeah, I've heard nothing even about the damn show. Exactly. About his supposed dad bod, which is not it at all. Mm -mm. You do not have abs if you have dad bod. Right? First of all, like he, I'm like he had a beer and let his hair grow. That was it. Thanks. <laughs> there is nothing dad bodish about him whatsoever. Uh, no. Uh, people do not understand. <laughs> it's time for nerd news. Let me grab some more wine. Okay, y'all. So the, the comic, the comic conventions would have been happening all of this time. SDCC was, I believe, supposed to be this weekend or next weekend. And people are posting all their SDCC memories and all that stuff, and that's great. But let's not forget about all of the vendors and the people that we would uh, shop when we go to these conventions. Yes. I would urge you to go to, if you like pins, fansets.com. This is not even a paid advertisement. I just love all the Wonder Woman <laughs> pins that they have on their website. Uh, fansets, F-A-N-S-E-T-S. Yeah. Vtets.com, uh, uh, the fan sets. They, you can tell the wine is kind of settling in. Um, oh, these are cute. I'm on the site. Right? Um, uh, thank God someone can decipher me. They have the cutest <laughs> pins on their site, and uh, it's, it's these vendors that are really missing out uh, during this time because they go from convention to convention. And this is where they really make their money right now. So if you can order from them, they have a bunch of Wonder Woman 84 pins and they have a bunch of Star Trek pins that are coming out every week, apparently. Oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. the cheetah pin's really cute. Yeah, the cheetah pin is amazing. Um, And that's first up for nerd news because... You know the stuff you go there to get and you go there to buy. And these are the vendors that really need your support right now. So even though we can't really go to the conventions and stuff, like, let's support our fellow nerds. <laughs> so also, oh, yeah, this is going to make us feel really old. How did this movie come out when we were 12? Because Batman Dark Knight came out 12 years ago. Yeah, that's so weird. Because, you know, we're not even 25 yet. Uh, <laughs> what? 12 years ago? Right? This is the one with Heath Ledger as the Joker. And many people would say this is the best Batman film of all time. Not us. Not us. But yeah, some people would. <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> everyone has you know art is subjective and everyone has their right to be incorrect <laughs> absolutely absolutely it's also just like part of your timeline i mean if you if you are old enough to remember the tim burton movies 
those are your favorite Batman films of all time. Yeah. They were amazing. If you you saw those as a kid, that's just emblazoned into your psyche. So whatever, and, Dark Knight. Yeah, Batman Returns remains supreme. But Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I still love the idea of Michael Keaton coming back as Batman. Yeah. Put him side by side with Gal Gadot and Cyborg and, well, maybe not the Flash, but, and Aquaman. <laughs> Same. Okay, so uh, not a lot for nerd news this week. I, um, like I said, there are a lot of convention stuff happening, so just go online, check it out. I feel like I miss out on a lot of stuff that happens live. I just I'm always like a day behind. I'm like, oh, I missed that thing. That was really like yeah. But what else? Uh, this was recorded for posterity. So if you haven't seen Henry Cavill building a computer. <laughs> It is available online for your viewing pleasure. It is. And there have been plenty of memes that have been spawned from these shots. Oh, the memes, yes. Oh, God. Okay, the funniest thing about this is, especially speaking of memes, there's a whole thread, Google along, about straight men who literally would let him hit it. So many men are sexually confused by Henry Cavill because they're, you know, they're like bros, they like work out, they like love all these superhero movies, they're like, yeah, they're like Shaw, they're like bro. And <laughs> something about Henry, his chiseled face his perfect you know steely eyes mm -hmm. um you know his you know what i have actually studied his features just because i this is a thing it, he turns people like there are men who are completely 100 percent heterosexual but they would totally have sex with henry Cavill. i completely believe it <laughs> and there's the whole thread again google along of men being confused about their attraction to Henry Cavill. Oh, I completely believe that as well. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that that straight men can actually be, you know, like open enough to be like, you know, interesting because he could get it. He definitely could. Well, yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, I told you, he's kind of a wild boy, so... It, right away, that just hits all my buttons. <laughs> I'm not mad at it. Mm -mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know the nerds and the quiet ones are always the ones that are like, yes, like, let's do crimes and oh, all this yeah, crazy totally. fucking shit. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yet again, even battling with... COVID, we have delivered another spectacular episode. 
Always. <laughs> <laughs> I, I Every time we start a show, I'm like, this is probably going to be like half an hour. It's going to be really quick. I'm like, no, it's not. We're just going to pump <laughs> this out. I don't know who you're trying to fool, but it's not me. <laughs> you guys, we are at the final part of the show. Yes. Break out the lube. Mm-hmm. This is sex question of the week. Yes. So this week, if you're following us at Richie and Wes, and for the first time, actually, I posted on my own Instagram where I reposted the question and I didn't slap something over it. You actually had to click over to Richie and Wes to vote. And we had several new people follow us because we always follow back. So thank you for those of you who followed my links on Instagram to Richie and Wes and followed us from there because we followed you back, number one. And we had (laughs) more people participate in this week's sex topic. Again, I'm drinking by myself. I've had a full bottle of wine. So. (laughs) I took a swig of water. (laughs) Holy water. Ah. (laughs) Please, I'd explode. Right? Oh, speaking of, before we get to the sex question, there's actually a documentary on Netflix about the fucking exorcist. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys should watch it. It's really good. There's an actual exorcism. What? Yes, during the documentary. It takes a very long time. It's terrifying. Oh, no, 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 no. It's terrifying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speaking of terrifying, there are no bars. Gays. There are no gyms. Gays are freaking out. Yes, they are. We're getting into a point where our screen time is like 22 hours a day. It's getting too much. So, what about sex? I mean, hello, we're still gay. So, cruising in public. We asked, are you doing it? (laughs) Would you do it? (laughs) It's pretty straightforward this week. Well, I mean, on Instagram, you really only get a yes and a no. And a overwhelming 75 five percent on instagram said yes public cruising i found that interesting because on twitter we asked the same thing except you can actually ask more than a yes or no question on twitter and we were like hell yes also People still cruise or not right now and not then, not now. So there were a multitude of answers. And the majority of people were like, who goes fucking even talking about? (laughs) Oh, no. What? Young, young gays of Twitter or our listeners who don't know cruising Remember we had to explain fapping, so I feel like maybe this is Yeah, you know what, you're right. Nothing surprises me. (laughs) Cruising is a sort of 
delegated area in public, usually like a park or a public restroom or a public alley or like behind the bars or a parking lot or somewhere that you sort of have the cover of night generally and you cruise for gay sex by standing around and waiting for other people <laughs> to go by that you find attractive and attempting to have sex with them. That's it in a nutshell, yeah. Mm-hmm. LA, of course, West Hollywood is known for having many to this day cruising spots. I would say if you're from a smaller town, probably not so much unless there's a truck stop in your town. Um, I would say <laughs> Uh, for a lot of gays that are used to the apps, they probably don't really know about in-person cruising. That's true. I feel like that's a shame. (laughs) All the old traditions going out the door. (laughs) Well, obviously you have an app, and if it's like three feet away, you're kind of looking around, right? And you know. But there's also a certain excitement and anticipation when you don't have an app and you're sort of getting eyes from someone and and also there's no chance of being let down there because you know you know that they're not catfishing you (laughs) right you can actually see them (laughs) although i've always had problems with what is a flirtatious glare from across the room and the psycho stare of a serial killer there is there's a very thin line there. Mm-hmm. Richie Rich, are you someone who has or advocates for cruising in public? Yeah, yeah. I actually, <laughs> I <laughs> no, I actually have not cruised in public unless you count the gym a couple of times. I guess that would count. Yeah, but that counts. I, I guess it was outside, but. <laughs> There is, this is newfound knowledge to me that the restrooms over here at the farmer's market is a cruising spot. Oh, restrooms anywhere for some reason. I had no idea. I was, this is, this is pre-COVID. I I don't even think I told you the story. I went just shopping. Uh, um, Oh. And and I uh, need to pee. So I went, I just went to the farmer's market restrooms. And walked in what I thought was two guys jerking off in the urinals. Oh. But I was all, no, it can't be. <laughs> You're like, hair toss, whatevs. I'm, I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, I just go into the store, I <laughs> and I come back out, and they sure enough fucking were. And then there was one guy, like, coming into the restroom, eyeing me down I'm, as I'm washing my hands. And then looks at them and then joins them. And I'm like, oh, my God, I had no idea that this was the place. Oh, my God. Yeah. And since then, I've noticed, like, like people going in in there together into the stalls. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I had no idea. It's always the most random place. Like, I remember one time I went to go see a movie with a boyfriend of mine and... I had to, we both had to pee, but he was very quick about it, and I really had to go. 
and an AMC employee <laughs> went back into where the like handicapped toilet is and left the door open and just wagged his heart on around while I was. Oh my god! And the thing is, he was actually very attractive. He was this really hot black guy. Um, I was peeing. I don't know what it was. Like sometimes I have to piss literally like a fucking racehorse where I just have to go and go and go and go. Even if I had wanted to break from that urinal and go over and do something with that guy, I would have had to piss over literally everything because (laughs) I could not stop. I was in the middle of the flow. I just... Yeah. And because I kept peeing, he kept wagging it around and all the stuff. <laughs> and then... Nothing you can do. Even though... I mean, I kept looking. Even though... <laughs> I don't want to make it sound like I was... <gasps> oh, no! <sighs> I was like, ah, like, you've got to get closer because I can't move. Uh, even though... <laughs> I didn't do anything. The second I came out of that bathroom, I mean, granted, this was a this was an ex of mine who was super crazy and super jealous. The second I came out of that bathroom, he was like, "What took you so long? Why were you in there all that time?" Like, I was oh, immediately inundated with. I was like, "Why didn't you just come back in if you were so worried about me?" Right? Like you're like I could have been mugged. <laughs> right? Like, if you were so concerned about what took so long, I could have had a seizure. So many things could have fucking happened. <laughs> this tells you a lot about the kind of guys that I have dated in the past. I will tell you that I... You're like, why didn't you ever check on me? <laughs> Honestly, there was just so many periods of my life where I really thought I deserved whatever attention that I got. And... I'm... You know, if someone's going to give you a free sample, I say there's nothing wrong with viewing it. No, but I also felt like that with, like, boyfriends and relationships, too. Like, it just, there's so many things that I, now that I'm so much more comfortable with myself, and I've actually dated people who have treated me well and respected me, (laughs) you know, so much has changed. But when I look back at those scenarios, I'm like, what? Why was I even with this ridiculous person? Like, I am someone who, if you whip your dick out and you're hot, I don't, I'm going to look at you. I I (laughs) don't care if you're sexually assaulting me in that moment. I'm into it. So... Uh, (laughs) that's the thing I've always felt about cruising and hooking up in public is like, what if I'm reading the wrong signals and, you know, all the stuff, right? And yet at the same time, there, there, I I guess, uh, there have been times where I've definitely gotten those signals correct. Yeah. <laughs> the funniest thing is when you Google cruising, like gay cruising, mm-hmm. all of the pictures that come up are like gays in the woods. 
Like where, where in West Hollywood is there a fucking forest? Like where are we going to go? Come on. It's barely a tree. No. (laughs) Although I will say when I was in Germany, uh, in Berlin for their pride, their whole pride took place down this huge strip. Um, and on the one end of the strip was this giant, like, park. Okay. And there was just sort of part of it where you could just, like, go and, like, walk down in the woods and, you know, make friends. Yeah. It was a good time. Okay. (laughs) You know, you're on vacation, live your life. Mm Mm-hmm. I do feel like cruising is sort of a lost art form. I will say, though, that sometimes cruising is so disappointing and so gross. Like, I I remember back in the day, again, you know, we're so young, but um, I remember (laughs) back in the day, like, going out with friends and in just, like, cruising around in your car. Where, you know, there's like three or four of you in a car, like just trying to find some dick. And it's like, what are you going to do? Like, what? A, why did the four of you who are in that car not just get it on with each other anyways? Because you're all horny. But B, like, (laughs) what? (laughs) All of the. It's a thrill of the chase. It's a thrill of the chase. Exactly. But then also all the weird, crazy shit that happened while you're out looking for dick. Uh. <laughs> Again, safety first, kids. But in this crazy world of ours, if you can find some dick, get it. And if someone's waving their dick at you, watch it. <laughs> enjoy the sh- enjoy the show. I mean, come enjoy on. the show. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely caution, yeah, I would, I would caution, like, construction sites. I know those are very popular, but... Is it? Yes! I'm so naive on this subject. What construction sites? Any construction site. At night. Are you serious? Yes, because they're all, at night, they're all dark, and they're closed, and... Right. No one can see what's happening inside there, blah, blah, blah. But also, it's dark, and they might have dug a ditch from yesterday to today. So, if you're not (laughs) paying attention... You can die. (laughs) Right. You get impaled in more ways than one. (laughs) Hmm. That is an, is an embarrassing trip to the ER. Oh, yes. <laughs> you don't want that. Oh, y'all, we have so much fun every week. We thank you for listening and supporting us. We are on social media at Richie and Wes, and we also have a Patreon. In yes, these uncertain times where neither of us really know if we'll have a job tomorrow, we would love for you to, you know, support us. And we want to really want to take this show to the next level. We, we've gotten literally, and we're not kidding you guys, millions of downloads. We've, we've, we've topped charts in different places. 
Philippines being number one. Thank you, guys. Yes, eight uh, Philippines. <laughs> we really want to take it to the next level. We're ready to get there. So support our Patreon, and that will help us. Our Patreon is only $3 a month. You could support us even more at a, at a higher level or an even higher level than that, of course. But we tried to make it very accessible to everyone, where you're getting content every month and we're we're talking about stuff that we don't ever 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 talk about on the show yeah it's not a rehash of the show or anything it's a whole different situation mm-hmm. and we think you'll get to know us better and uh hopefully we'll get to know you a little bit too so go to patreon richie with a y and wes go to socials richie with a y and wes and until next time goodbye stay safe wear your mask <laughs>